I remember doing one of these for a PR firm once and they realized that they had only one person on the entire team was like high on like planning an organization and everyone else was like these big thinking innovators. And that one person who is a planner, I was like, well, I, I, my observation is you seem to have a little bit of a gap in this area. And the one person stood up and was like, oh, thank you. Like they drive me crazy because nobody yeah. thinks about how we're going to get it done. And so again, it was a way to identify a gap that they had. And then when they're hiring, they were like, oh, we need to find someone who can help us fill that gap. Welcome to the Talent Experience Show. My name is Tom Tate, and this is your look at what's happening right now in recruitment, talent acquisition, talent management, and HR tech. I'm super excited. Today, we have a bit of a longer episode, but the content is super great. So I hope you stick around and check out the whole clip. So we have how personality psychology can enhance talent experience. This was a topic that we covered on a live stream last week with Heather Myers. Um, She actually has her PhD in personality psychology. She's the chief psychology officer at Tradeify. So we decided to put this one on the podcast feed. So without any more delay, let's get into the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to today's live stream. I am super excited uh, to be here today. My name is Tom Tate. I'm on the marketing team here at Phenom. And we have the pleasure today uh, to be partnering with our friends at Tradeify. Specifically, uh, we have Heather Myers with us today. Heather is the chief psychology officer. We'll we'll learn. If you've never heard of a chief psychology officer, we're going to learn all about uh, what that role means uh, and what Heather does. Um, she is a statistician. She has a PhD, not just in psychology, but a PhD in personality psychology. Um, so that is super relevant to the conversation we're going to have today. Heather, welcome uh, to the live stream. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm a bit of a, a psychology buff. I, I didn't mention that to you yet because I didn't want to uh, spoil too much. Um, but the topic that we're going to cover today is how personality psychology can enhance talent experience. Um, and I, obviously, we're going to be talking for you know, 30, 45 minutes. We're just going to scratch the surface. There's no way we can dive completely into uh, this monstrous uh, topic of which you've spent many years studying. Um, but our goal today is to leave uh, leave the audience and, and leave, uh, hopefully, hopefully me too, you know, learn a ton uh, about very actionable, practical things that we can do once we learn a little bit about this topic of personality psychology. But before we dig in, uh, before we jump into uh, that specific topic, uh, I would love to learn a little bit more about you uh, and a little bit more about uh, Tradeify. So I think we can start with Tradeify. Um, you are sure. a you are a so- software company, you know, and it's interesting <laughs> to hear that a software company has a chief psychology yes. officer. Um, so can you tell us a bit about what Tradeify is um, and how it works uh, in the context of of HR professionals and talent experience? Absolutely. Um, Tradeify for me has been like my dream place. It's the place where I, you know, can't believe I was lucky enough to end up. Um, It really is a company that combines this software technology with personality science to help everyone understand themselves better, um, the candidates applying for their job. And our end goal is to help people find 
work experiences that they're a great fit for and that they love, and to also help um, organizations find people who are a great fit for what they do um, and to help them just understand their employees a little bit better and know how to grow and develop them. So we have this wonderful technology that is mobile first and really designed to be candidate friendly and um, it's fun, it's engaging, and yet it's science backed. So um, that's a little bit about Tradeify, what we do and how we ended up here. Yeah, that's awesome. And we love partnering with with Tradeify because we always say that at Phenom, you know, our goal is to help you find the right fit faster. And and yes. Tradeify, we share the same mission. You know, our goal is Absolutely. to help people find that perfect fit, um, both on the employee side and the employer side. Um, so how, I mean, it sounds like the perfect fit for you, obviously, uh, having a PhD in personality psychology, right? Um, can you tell me just a little bit about, you know, just scratching the surface of your origin story, right? Like, how did, sure. how did you get into psychology? What led you to that as, as a... Uh, a discipline um, and and ultimately getting your PhD. Yeah. So I grew up in a relatively small town about an hour north of Pittsburgh. Um, you know, my parents were uh, blue collar workers, um, but really valued education. And my mom had put herself through like a two year business college. So education was really important. Um, so I knew I wanted to like go to college and, and, you know, get my four year degree at the time when I was little, I had no idea how far I would actually take that. Um, but, you know, and then combine that with when I was a kid, my, a kid, my friends literally used to call me the marriage counselor and we would have little counseling sessions where my friends would be sitting on a teeter totter and I would be mediating their conversation as they were having, you know, trying to work out their fights or their disagreements. Um, so psychology was just something that I was drawn to. And then when I got to, I went to Carnegie Mellon and when I got there, I realized that psychology was about so much more than just understanding people. It was also about science and about um, doing studies to really understand people and then statistics. And who knew that that was something that I was gonna love. Um, and so, you know, but what I really enjoyed is, is then when I got to graduate school is exploring more about personality and personality psychology and how that kind of colors what, what we do and the way we see the world. And I just find that fascinating. And I also think it's something that can, you know, be used to kind of help us grow and develop as people when we understand that and, um, you know, can, can help us find things that we really enjoy doing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. I had a very similar experience when I was younger. It's funny you say that, um, where I, I was always trying to give my, my parents, uh, marriage counseling at like a very mm -hmm. ridiculous age, like the age of nine. Um, because I've always personally been drawn to people as well. Um, yeah. and my, my background is in English. So I got my master's degree in English literature because I was also interested in people and, and it was just a different path, right. you know? Um, yep. and, and one of my heroes is, uh, Joseph Campbell, um, and one of his heroes was Jung. Uh, and yeah. he always says, um, the labyrinth is thoroughly known. Like that's my favorite ah, snippet from Joseph Campbell, right? Yeah. Like the labyrinth is yeah. thoroughly known and people have existed for ever, for centuries, you know, and, yeah. and so much has changed with, with our world and our society. And I think, you know, 2020 has been the year of change, you know, like, like we're <laughs> experiencing uh, change on a very dramatic level. Um, yes. but like people ha have not really changed, you know, like so much about people have yeah. not changed. So I love to, uh, 
I, I love that we're having this conversation because I think once we Absolutely. start to learn about uh, personality psychology and learn more about people, um, really the core of people, uh, we can apply it to our uh, HR professions in so many different yes. ways, you know, uh, from the candidate experience, the employee experience. Um, so let's jump right into it. Uh, let's jump into it. And to start, you know, my first question for you really is, you know, how should we be defining or thinking about this concept of personality psychology? Um, that might be a loaded word for a lot of people who've never heard of the concept before. Um, so like, yeah. what, is the, what is the lens? Like, what, how should we be thinking about this? That's, that's an, an absolutely fabulous question. Um, and, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the word lens, because I think for me, the easiest way to describe personality psychology or personality in general is the lens through which we see the world. Um, and so, you know, we are we we do kind of come into this world and grow and develop uh, a certain way of seeing things. Right. It's sort of the lens through which we see things. And an example I like to give, um, you know, people talk a lot colloquially about, oh, I'm extroverted. Oh, I'm introverted. So one way to think about this is um, I imagine a scenario where I'm kind of walking down the street in San Francisco because, yes, this has happened to me before. And there's like a pop up carnival. Right. So something I didn't know was going to be there. And suddenly there's a carnival. The way you see that carnival when you first walk upon it, the way that you perceive that and the way you respond to that is very much um, impacted by what your personality is. So using the case of introversion, extroversion, if you're someone who's extroverted and you love to be in new places with large crowds of people, and that's really exciting for you, you may just walk right into that carnival all by yourself, explore it, check it out, try some rides. Um, if you're someone who's a little more introverted, you might still want to go to that carnival, but maybe you're going to call some of your best friends. You might wait until it's a little less crowded and go during those times. So again, you're, you see that carnival, you might be excited about it, but your approach to it is probably a little bit different. And that's the lens that you see it with that impacts your behavior, but also personality isn't behavior, right? It's just sort of, it's one of the things that the way you see the world, that lens can impact the way you respond to it. And the more you know about that, the more you know about your lens, the more control you have directly over how you behave in various situations. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. And I think from a, you know, uh, HR professional or recruiter standpoint, the more we understand about this concept as well, the better yeah. we can uh, e evoke the behaviors that we want to evoke from our candidates and job seekers, and then also from our employees as well. Because once we understand um, how they're likely to respond to specific situations, um, we can tailor our management styles, we can tailor um, the paths that we present on our career sites. There's so many different ways that we can um, help create a better experience um, yeah. for people once we start to dig deeper and understand that, hey, this is their personality traits and their personality type. Um, and they're going to respond to this in a much different way than, you know, this person over here. So I think that yeah. um, super relevant topic for for us here at, at Tradeify and Phenom. Um, so your, uh, your assessment tool, right? Yeah. What, what is the output of that, that tool? So like, what, what is the general uh, data that somebody would get from that, both from the user experience, but then also from the um, HR ex experience as well. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the outputs vary. We have a couple of different tools, um, okay. but the tool that primarily is used um, when you're talking about like a hiring manager would use or a candidate would come in um, is our big five assessment. So that assesses the kind of five major dimensions of personality. It's the five factor model. It's most commonly used um kind of to get a comprehensive view of the way someone sees the world. Um, and those outputs differ. So um, we have one output that is for the candidates themselves that an employer can give a candidate some feedback in real time. Hey, this is a little bit about you um, based on this assessment. This is a little bit about kind of the way you see the world. These are some strengths that you probably have. Um, so it gives them a little information and a nice kind of bonus, something sure. interesting that they learn. Um, and for a hiring manager, we have lots of different kinds of output that they can kind of tailor. Um, so we have an output that would show them based on a certain role that a candidate might be applying for, whether or not they um, seem to be a good personality fit for that role, if they do kind of why, how their strengths align with that role, if they don't, um, if they're not as good of a fit, kind of why, how they might not be a great fit. Um, and then also some questions to ask, right? Some things that you could ask in an interview, the way you could look for responses in an interview based on someone's personality. So is this person, you know, even if their personality is one way, have they learned sort of coping mechanisms for that, right? So if they're not very conscientious, maybe they put, give themselves a lot of reminders. So there's feedback like that for the hiring manager for them to kind of use when they're talking with the candidates. Um, and then finally for employees. So even after you take a candidate, now they've been hired now they're an employee, we have a set of uh, outputs that allow them to um, grow and develop. So some, here's your strengths, make sure you use these. Here's some areas in which you have room to grow. And here's um, some things that you can think about and help yourself grow in these ways. So there's a variety of different outputs um, that we have. And then finally, there will be an output for the managers, not the hiring manager, but someone who's your actual manager. Sure. And there are tips that they can use to help their employees grow and develop um, so that they can be prepared for the next role that they want to undertake. So we really have a wide range of outputs depending upon what the use case is. Yeah, that sounds uh, super robust. And I think what we'll do now is, is we can kind of dig deeper into the different personas that can be um, positively impacted by taking these assessments and then also reviewing those outputs, right? Um, so start, starting at the beginning, right? Starting at the beginning of the uh, the job seeker's journey, right? Like as, yeah. as the candidate, um, what are some ways that this personality psychology can really improve that candidate experience? Yeah, so there are a few different ways. Um, one for, from the sort of employer perspective, um, one way that I think is very cool, we have... Um, a slightly different assessment that's sort of more an interest inventory that asks people, what are you interested in? What are you passionate about? And then can line people up to various jobs that organizations have that are probably a good fit for them. Um, so we've had some, some larger organizations reach out to their passive talent pools, right? So these are people who have ever applied to jobs or been around on their job sites. They can send out a message with a link to our assessment. They can take the assessment 
and then they get some feedback and they're, um, you know, they can be sent then personalized emails based on the way they've responded and what their interests are. Hey, there are these jobs that you might consider applying for. So that's really cool. Um, and it's a way to, and then candidates, um, they, what they, what are the companies who've used this have found is that they end up getting an increased engagement with their job site again, and people get excited and they apply for other jobs um, and they like that kind of personalized feedback. So that's great. So you can engage your talent pools is one. Um, another way for an actual candidate, when you go to apply for a job, our assessment is super fast. It's engaging. It's fun. Um, I think one of the coolest things is that it's rare to have an assessment that candidates want to take. I think um, they do tend to be a little bit longer and kind of boring and dry. Um, and so our assessment is actually very engaging and candidates like to take it. In fact, one of our um, clients did a survey of their candidates because they wanted to know how this was impacting their kind of funnel um, and whether people were dropping out. And they had a 97% completion rate. And also candidates were saying when they took the assessment that it made them even more interested and applying for the job and, and finding out more about the job, which to me, like job done. If we can get candidates yeah, excited yeah. and interested, it's great. Um, so I think that's really key. And then again, the feedback. Um, they love it when they get to learn a little bit about themselves. And then whether they've gotten the job or not, they've got some feedback, right? So it, one of the things that we think about all the time at, at Phenom is trying to understand how our consumer experience is, uh, you know, yeah. in online retail and, and, you know, being able to get personalized recommendations and relevant Absolutely. content all the time. Um, and I think that this just, it puts it on a whole nother level, right? Where it's not yeah. just, it's not just your um, browsing behavior, you know, like we're not, we're not, That's we're, not right. tailoring, we're not segmenting you or tailoring you based on just like, you happen to have clicked on this. So maybe you're interested in this type of role or this type of thing. Like you're taking it to a whole nother level, which I think is really that, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's true. And I think the the coolest part about it is that we can then tailor, again, messaging back to people. So we have little bits of information that you can, um, you know, that you can put into um, emails to, to candidates, right? So yeah. we have a feedback system where you can send them a personalized message after. Even if they don't get the job, you can send them something personalized um, that tells them still what their strengths are and what kinds of things they could look for. I just think it's so, it just really is in this day and age of, you know, the Netflix and Amazon, right? Where everything is personalized. This is just doing it at, for your candidates, which they really appreciate. Yeah. So if anyone is just tuning in um, in the middle of this and you kind of missed our introduction, uh, we have Heather Myers. Uh, she's the chief psychology officer at Tradeify. Um, she has a PhD in personality psychology, and that is what we're talking about today. Uh, we just touched on how personality psychology can uh, positively impact your candidate's experience. Um, and you mentioned that the assessment is, is quick and fun. What's the average like completion time for that? Um, yeah, it, it varies, but it's, it's sure. typically around 90 seconds to yeah. a couple minutes. Um, so it's really, it's really quite fast. Nothing is more discouraging than applying for a job online to find like an eight step form, you know, that you have to go through. Yes. Um, so yeah. I really, yeah. 
I appreciate that you were able to uh, condense this down to something that is super useful while also accessible, fun, uh, easy to engage with. Um, so moving forward, you know, I, I'm curious from the opposite end, right? So if you are no. not the candidate, uh, but you're the hiring manager who is, you know, faced with needing to make really difficult decisions. Um, so yeah. I, I know that, you know, uh, our economic impact of COVID-19 has changed so much with the hiring landscape. Yeah. It's going to continue to change and evolve over the coming months and, and probably a year or two years. Um, Absolutely. And certain industries uh, have seen a huge spike in demand. So they they are, you know, not everyone is is laying off and furloughing employees. A lot of right. companies are, are hiring at, at new unprecedented demands. Um, so if you are a hiring manager in that situation, or as your industry starts to open back up again, uh, and and you need to hire fast um, or bring yeah. bring bring employees back fast, um, how can hiring managers uh, leverage this type of assessment data and personality psychology to improve their experience? Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's an excellent question. Um, and you know, understanding someone's personality—it's just yet another data point for these hiring managers to have to look at, which is so important, right? It's all about how many data points do we have about candidates, and then what do you do with it? I think one of the things that we have really strived for as a psychology team at Tradeify is to make sure that the results of our assessment are transparent and transparent to the hiring manager so that they understand if, if we're claiming that someone is a good fit or is not a good fit, that we show them why. Why is that kind of, and also how can they explore that more? So they may have their top candidates that they're looking at and they just wanna ask more questions, find out a little bit more about the fit between this person and the role. And so we are you know, very transparent around how we think this person probably fits and how they might not fit. And then here's, you know, you can ask them about it and talk about it and here are things that you can look for in the way they respond to see sort of how they might or might not be a good fit. And I think for hiring managers who don't necessarily have a comprehensive understanding of personality and how personality fit matters, we really try to break that down and make it easy to understand and easy to use. And I think that is um, is so important because when you're trying to sure. hire and you're trying to do it quickly, you need as much information in a short amount of time as you as you can possibly have. And so that's what we try to provide, and we try to make it a very transparent um, experience. And it, so, going back to the candidates' experience, where where typically do you see um, your customers? kind of placing the assessment? Like, is it is it yeah. before they kind of start phone screening and start interviewing mm -hmm. or is it later mm -hmm. on or does it vary based on uh, roles and, and occupations? It, it really varies, um, not so much based on roles and occupations, but based around like the organizations that okay. we work with. Um, and so, you know, we encourage, because it is so quick and so easy, we encourage it to, um, them to put it as high in the funnel as they can. Um, okay. First of all, it just gives them more data to analyze later and allows us to decide, you know, kind of to look and see how um, we've been able to predict fit for roles and performance. Um, but there are some organizations who will use it a little bit later. So after they've kind of done an initial pass, an initial screen, and then they'll give it and then they'll, you know, usually use it before the interview process, for example, to, to be another data point that they can kind of touch on in that interview scenario. Um, so 
Um, you know, again, we encourage it to be used as high up in the funnel as possible because um, then it's just more information that they have and another tool that they can use early on. Um, but again, it just varies depending on what our clients' needs are. Yeah, and, and I can imagine that you know that has such a that data point is could be very impactful, not just in making the final decision, hiring decision, but also how you conduct the interviews um, That's and right. how you continue to communicate with with that particular candidate. Um, That's awesome. right. A- any other um, elements of the hiring manager experience to cover, or, or should we move on to discuss the employee experience? I mean, I think that I think that covers most of it, really. Yeah. Um, and it's just sort of about them, again, giving them another data point and a better understanding of the candidates. Yeah. And, you know, I want to talk about employee experience and I, I want to make sure we leave ourselves enough time to kind of cover uh, how personality psychology can be tapped into for employees and for talent managers. Um, as I mentioned er- earlier, um, 2020 cool. is certainly the year of change. You know, it's it's yes. been very challenging uh, on on many different uh, many many different levels, but I think the one thing that interests me the most is is kind of how teams are coming together in a remote work setting that many have have ha- had to reluctantly almost reluctantly jump into. Yeah, um, many have found great success doing that. Uh, many have experienced uh, sp- specific challenges, um, but yeah. I think that you know from an employee and a, kind of a talent manager's perspective, um, having this baseline understanding of your your psych, um, your personality and the personalities yeah. on your team can not only help you be a better manager, a better employee, nice. but also a better colleague. You know, like there's so much Absolutely. to dig into here. Um, so, fr- from the employee uh, experience perspective, um, what are some of the the main ways that you're seeing this type of data be leveraged to improve that experience? Yeah, that's an excellent question. So, one thing that I notice I've been asked a lot is um, people are like oh, can you kind of tell me who's who has the personality for working at home versus who doesn't? And I never like that specific question because of course, there's just no one right personality for working from home or not, right? So it's not like, and this is definitely not the time to tell someone, oh, you don't have the personality for working at home. Well, that's useless information because they have to work at home, right? Sure. So yeah. I think of it more as, you know, we all have, again, the ways we see the world. And so for some of us, there are ways that we approach working from home that are different. And there are different supports that we need from our organization and from the people that we work with, and also different ways that we can support others working from home. Um, So it's about tapping into what we're good at. Um, and, you know, using that to help everyone else that we're working with. And then, you know, thinking about what we struggle with and receiving support from the people around us to help with that. And one of the things that as a manager that we've seen um, is managers reaching out to say, how can I support people working from home? And so we've produced some materials around that. What can you do to support people? And part of this um, really is around personality. So for example, if you're someone who is one of the big five factors we talk about is sort of openness to experiences, which is like intellectual curiosity and, you know, approaching the world um, with this eye of really wanting to like try new approaches and do new things. And when you're at home and you're not around other people, you're not getting to have those kind of water cooler conversations and really stimulate that. So we, we say, look, if you have someone who's really high in that, have them start thinking about what are future projects 
that, um, you know, that they really want to be working on and then have them set up like one-on-ones or small group Zoom calls with, with other members of the team, like give them that to work on. If you're someone who's a little lower on openness, you're probably more procedure oriented and, you know, very concerned with like dotting I's, crossing T's, that kind of thing. So give those people like the procedural tasks to work on. Like when we come back, when our business goes back online, maybe when we go back into the office, those are the great people for, you know, the procedures of COVID planning. So how are we going to get back into the office? What is that going to look like? So again, depending on what someone's personality is, you can have this sense of how do you help them um, and how do they best help your organization meet it, you know, meet these um, challenges as they are. Yeah, um, we actually just we flashed on the screen. Uh, remember the one-on-ones remote workers need support too, which is a resource um, over at blog.tradeify.com. So for the resources, we've been dropping the full URLs in the comments. Um, so if you want to check those out, uh, you can check those out um, at our Facebook, YouTube, uh, and also our Periscope uh, listings as well. So check out these resources. Uh, these will help you go even deeper uh, to learn more about these topics and learn how you can apply them. Uh, it has been an interesting I- experience. And, you know, when we think about uh, the the employee experience uh, specifically, um, especially as we're going through a lot of these these changes, uh, but even before, like even before 2020, even before 2020, yeah. um, like it was so long ago, right? It was only a half, less than half a year ago, right? Um, right. It feels, feels forever. Like yeah. yeah. But even before that, um, there's always been an emphasis on growth. Right with with absolutely right and and it's it's always about um, where are you today uh, and where do you want to go uh, both professionally uh, personally uh, your skills uh, you know how do you want to develop and how do you want to grow um, and I think that what we're what we're what we're getting at with this this uh, this aspect of the conversation um, is mm-hmm. that these these data points and even if somebody uh, is is challenged with remote working today, um, or if their uh, personality is caters towards one type of work or a different type of energy that they get through collaboration or through work. Yep. Um, there's opportunity to to um, not isolate, but discover that right. Discover yeah. those data points and discover that, and and just tap into that so that that person can grow. Um, yes. And just because I might be struggling, um, I'm saying I, the proverbial I, just because I might yeah. be struggling with with remote work in the beginning, in the onset, doesn't mean I'm always going to struggle with remote work. You know? So like, I think that there's probably a lot of layers to unpack with with how managers, yeah. and how employees approach some of these situations. But I love the idea that just going just a, a level or two deeper with your personality, psychology, um, data points, you know, and getting to know yourself and your colleagues. Um, how that can improve uh, improve the experience. So one-on-ones we talked about, uh, but I'm also thinking too about small teams, like small group settings. Yeah. Um, is, is there value in discussing some of these personality uh, assessment outputs in, in like a small group setting, uh, not just with, you know, your manager one-on-one? Absolutely. So I um, I think some of the most rewarding experiences that I've had in my role at Tradeify is when I get to work with small teams. 
So sometimes I will have what we call like a team building session with one of our um, organizations that we work with and, and set up these team building sessions where we talk about personality and I can show it on a dashboard and, and show where everyone falls on each of the dimensions. And then we have conversations around communication. So how do you communicate? How, is your, how are your communication styles probably different? What does that mean? So who within your team, because you don't want, you don't always, you don't really want to clone people in a team. You don't want everybody sure. to be all the same, right? So you want to have different personalities within teams because different people are good at different things. Some people are your innovators. Some people are your get things done people. Some people are your great communicators. Other people just go off, produce something and hand it off. So in these team building sessions, what we talk about are how are you alike? How are you different? And then what does that mean? What does that mean for how you communicate? What does that mean for how you get things done? What does that mean for how you assign responsibilities to various people? And my favorite is like, I remember doing one of these for a PR firm once and they realized that they had only one person on the entire team was like high on like planning an organization. And everyone else was like these big thinking innovators. And that one person who is a planner, I was like, well, I, I, my observation is you seem to have a little bit of a gap in this area. And the one person who is, you know, kind of more of the planner and more conscientious stood up and was like, oh, thank you. Like they drive me crazy because nobody yeah. thinks about how we're going to get it done. And so again, it was a way to identify a gap that they had. And then when they're hiring on which they were doing at that time, they were like, oh, we need to find someone who can help us fill that gap. Um, and so things like that are super rewarding for me. Um, and also I've had teams where there were a few people who didn't really understand each other and were having trouble getting along and then post a team building session. We're like, I, I get it now. And we've been able to have better conversations since that session that has allowed us to find common ground in a better way to interact. And again, that's what this is all about. It's helping us relate to one another better and understand each other a little bit better. Yeah. Like I, I think, um, you know, maybe some people, uh, conflate personality with like attitude you know what i mean like different yeah things. totally like, there is no there is no good and bad personality no. you know what i mean That's like right. your personality absolutely is, it doesn't have to be positive or negatively charged yeah. your attitude certainly could be you know and, and we yeah. see that in the workplace from time to time and that can cause conflict but i think once yeah. you get over the fact that like understanding your personality and even being an introvert or an extrovert, there's no positive or negative elements or charge to that either, right? It's just, Not it's, under, it's just getting more clarity around uh, that lens, you know, going back to your first example, it's just understanding the lens and then yes. understanding how once we get that, um, that view, like our, our behavior can be adjusted so that we can collaborate better, we can perform better, we can grow more. Like this is just yeah. an awesome conversation. And I liked what you said too about once you do it at the small team or small group uh, level uh, yeah. in HR, we talk a lot about your, your skills gaps, you know, like, and try yes. to identify like what skills you're missing. I, I feel like this is an underserved topic where we don't always talk about um, what is, what is the research telling us around the personality makeup of a high performing team? 
not just the yeah. skills makeup, but the personality makeup, and then trying to identify where your personality gaps might be. Again, not That's as right. a positive or negative thing, but but just to make sure that you're creating a nice, well-rounded team that can perform. Um, right. Yeah. And so we've actually, we've created a team building guide to go along with our personality assessment. Um, because the answer to that question is, well, it kind of depends on what kind of team you're building, Right. How is your team operating in the world? If your sure. team is very narrowly focused, like this is a production team, it's to just take this set of specs and to produce a product, that's going to be a different personality characteristic set for that team than if you have a team that is literally designed to develop a product from inception, so from the creative innovation side all the way through to delivery you're going to need a different set of personality characteristics and a different breadth in that team than in the first team. So I love that in our team building guide, we first ask you, what kind of team are you building? How are you working together? Are you in person? Are you all remote? Is it a small team? Is it a big team? Right? So we ask people those questions. And that's something that I haven't seen in other kind of team building guides or other ways of building teams. So we first say, let's define what you're building and then let's talk about what breadth of personality characteristics you need and what gaps might you have. Um, and so I'm very excited about that product. I think that's, um, you know, it's very exciting to think about um, giving people that that resource. Yeah. And, and I'm sure there's just so much research, like actual scientific research, not just you know, blog articles where people are making some light observations, you know, of how teams yes. perform and how teams act. There's actual research out there. So if you're just tuning in, um, we will start to be wrapping up soon. Uh, but if you're just tuning in, welcome. Um, I encourage you to, to go back to the beginning and check out the replay of this uh, because we've covered a lot of great material. Uh, my name is Tom Tate. I'm on the team at Phenom. Um, we have the Chief Psychology Officer of Tradeify, Heather Myers. Um, she has a PhD in personality psychology, so she is the best person uh, to be talking about this topic with us today. Um, we talked about the candidate experience. We talked about the hiring manager experience, and now we're talking about the employee and kind of the talent manager I experience um, and how just having a very, uh, very base level understanding of personality psychology and having some very... Uh, base level data points can really help you improve all of those experiences. Um, so I want to encourage anybody who's who's with us uh, in the, in the chat. If you have questions for Heather, um, drop them in. Uh, drop them in the comments. Uh, we'll be happy to answer any of the questions. If you have any observations or thoughts on any of the things that we uh, covered, uh, feel free to to drop that in so we can have some. Uh, some Q&A, uh, if anything, has has come up. And also, as a reminder, um, we've been sprinkling in resources uh, from Tradeify's blog throughout the session. You can find the full URLs uh, to that uh, at uh, YouTube, Facebook, and also uh, Periscope. So you can check out the full URLs. Um, Heather, thank you again uh, for, for being with us. Yeah. Uh, this is awesome. Um, what, so we talked about a couple of things that, that excites you you know uh we just talked about that yeah. product that excites you is there anything else uh emerging concepts or emerging study uh or anything that is is really interesting you lately um in in this field you know i am really excited about so we've just launched a new product which is our trade to engage product which is really our sort of learning and development platform that's kind of associated with with our personality assessment. And 
Um, I'm very excited about that because it's also, we tend to have um, clients who have hourly workers. And so this is really exciting for me. You know, I, again, my dad was a water, my mom was a cashier at Walmart for years and years. And, you know, the development that she got was pretty much non-existent. And so this is a product that can be used to help these kind of larger organizations with hourly workers grow and develop their employees. And they're quick, actionable. They're text messages that can be sent or emails that can be sent. Um, and so I'm extremely excited about that because I think what we're realizing more and more in this pandemic is that without these hourly workers, um, our world stops, right? It stops. If we, if we can't buy groceries, if, you know, if we can't, um, you know, do those things, then our world literally stops. We don't eat. And so I think this is uh, what I'm extremely excited about is giving giving this space um, some real useful material that they can use to help grow and develop their employees. So I'm, I'm particularly pumped about that. And I think it's just even more salient um, given what we're seeing right now with the pandemic. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, our, um, our support goes out to all the frontline workers, you know, who've just been working tirelessly um, since, since the pandemic hit. Um, we do have a comment that came through uh, as well, I'm going to flash that on screen. So Devin says, you know, do you need a psychology expert to read the results of Tradeify? You had mentioned that you you make them very accessible, uh, and you yes. make them very easy to consume. Uh, but this is a great question. I mean, do do you need the PhD in psychology to start to dive into this yeah. topic? It's a wonderful question. I'm so glad um, that Devin asked that question because we have purposefully set up our outputs to be digestible by anyone. And you do not need a, a, a degree in personality psychology to read these outputs. And that was extremely important to us um, because of the way that, um, because of the type of client that we really wanted to seek, because we wanted this to be used by people who are hiring in high volumes and, and they can't really have the luxury of having someone interpret all of these results for them every time they want to use them. And so we've really set it up to be accessible for anyone and usable, um, for anyone by simply reading our outputs. Um, and so I'm really, again, I'm really excited about that because our goal is transparency and accessibility. Um, and that's been extremely important to us as a company. And so believe me, you have, you know, we have my team of, you know, psychologists all sitting there trying to take these complex concepts and make them understandable. Um, and I think, you know, again, um, I think we've really, we've worked hard to do that. And I think we've been successful according to our clients at doing that. And, you know, we're always striving to make them better as well. Yeah. And if you're seeing that completion rates on the candidate side as well, I mean, clearly it's working out well for, for the candidates, right? I mean, I know you don't uh, right. we were talking about the output, but just the general experience of being able to perform it um, definitely is awesome. We have another comment that came through as well. So Angela writes, um, where do you start if you find out through these assessments that some coworkers uh, personality styles are so different. And on top of that, it's difficult for them to, to, to work together. So um, I guess, you know, kind of a question around uh, collaboration, uh, maybe conflict resolution yeah. and, and how personality styles can, can support that. Absolutely. That's also a fabulous question. Um, one of the first places I start is just to, to bridge the gap of understanding. So to understand sort of, this is the way I see the world this is the way you see the world. What kinds of conflicts, and sometimes this can be um, 
can be great if you have like a, a manager or, you know, someone like a third party kind of talking this through with people, especially if there's conflict. Um, but it's really just saying, look, this is where I, this is kind of the way I see the world. This is the way you see the world. Maybe this is why we're having trouble when we're communicating. Um, and even just that, like, I know even within my own team, we had one small team building session um, that I was doing for another department. And there were a couple of people who were having trouble getting along. And then we had this conversation and we saw that they were different on some very key aspects of personality. Once they understood the way they saw the world, um, and in this particular case, I was able to say, well, look, you know, so when you see the world this way, when this person behaves in that way, you see it this way, but they meant it that way. Um, and so being able to just have those conversations where I say, oh, well, when you did this, this is how I perceived it. And that person can say, really? Wow, like that's not how I meant it at all. I actually just meant it in this way. Um, and those kinds of conversations, if you're able to have them, are so helpful. And it all starts with just that basic understanding of you read, uh, here's my, here's the way I see the world. You read this, I'll put, I'll read yours, or I'll tell you about mine. You tell me about yours yeah. can really start these amazing conversations that you wouldn't have otherwise had. I, I, it's funny. I stumbled upon a Jeff Bezos, uh, quote today, um, that kind of speaks mm. to that. And it, the quote really, uh, impacted me well. Um, and it was anybody who doesn't change their mind a lot is dramatically underestimating the complexity of the world we live in. Right. Yes. So like yes. there is there is a lot of complexity to our personalities, um, to yes. our behavior, um, to many of the topics that we discuss, many of the, the work that goes into collaborating. Um, and I think once you acknowledge that these things can be complex, um, yeah. Yeah. It allows us to open ourselves up to to change. You know, I think. Yes. And I think I think digging and diving and 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 getting the data points and understanding the research, like this, all helps us um, really yeah. uh, widen that lens. You know, so that that we can, yes. so that we can see more, change more, yep. and do more. Right. A hundred percent. Yes. Th this conversation has been super awesome. Uh, selfishly for me. Uh, because I'm learning a ton. Um, and I hope that, you know, for our audience who's watching live, uh, that it is awesome as well. Um, if there are no additional qu questions, uh, we can start to wrap things up. We're about 45 minutes uh, after the hour. Um, I'll, I'm going to do a quick plug. Uh, and then Heather, I'll turn it over to you to see if you have any uh, parting words before we wrap things up. Um, I'm going to take the audio for this and I'm going to put it on our podcast. Um, so if anybody is, is watching the replay or if you're with us live, um, check out the Talent Experience Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, we're going to ultimately have this uh, interview on there so you can continue to uh, learn from this and continue to apply some of these principles and some of these ideas in your day-to-day. -day. Um, but definitely subscribe to that and check it out because we're going to continue to do interviews, continue to do live streams, and we'll keep you posted on, on what's coming up in the future. Uh, Heather, thanks again. This has been awesome. Yeah, it's great. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you for having me. Um, it's been really fun. There have been some wonderful questions. So thank you uh, to the audience who's watching for those questions. And um, it's been a great time and I appreciate it. I love talking about this stuff. So having an interested audience is, yeah. is definitely uh, wonderful for me. Um, and again, just thanks for having me. Any final thoughts or any final, uh, any final words for those who are interested in learning more about personality psychology? 
Yeah, you know, check out tradeify.com. I love when uh, people, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn and I usually um, have some posts there and link to our blog content a lot. If you have questions, you know, you can pop me a a question there. Um, It's just really, um, I think, so important to understand the way we, again, the way we approach things and the way we see the world. And I think that, you know, we offer a solution that um, makes it easy. And, and I think that's really key. Again, not having to have a PhD in personality psychology in order to understand the outputs is so great. So, yeah. Thanks again. Uh, I want to thank everybody uh, for tuning in. Thank you for your time, your attention, your questions, your comments. Uh, If you're catching this on the replay, thanks for spending some time with us, Uh, not in real time, but, but just following up and learning with us today. Um, I want to just give a quick shout out to Tradeify. Fantastic partner, uh, Heather. You've been an awesome guest today. Head on over to Tradeify.com. Also, head on over to Phenom.Tradeify.com so that you can check out the assessment yourself. So that's Phenom.Tradeify.com. You can check out that assessment yourself. Uh, There's the URL right there. uh, So you can easily see it. Um, And then, of course, head on over to Phenom.com. If you've never heard of Phenom and you want to learn more about uh, talent experience management, our amazing platform, You can check out a demo. You can check out our blog for more resources on talent experience. Um, But with that, uh, we will will close things out um, and we will catch you on the next live stream. Thank you.